0: Well, good evening. It's R.O. Johnson speaking to you from Vernon, British Columbia, in the Okanagan Valley, in what they advertise as beautiful British Columbia. And it's pretty nice. Uh, Just on a little note on that, I think it was uh, 2017 or something was the 150th anniversary of the Canadian Federation. Anyway, I took a train trip across Canada that year. And, uh, (laughs) you know, it's pretty interesting because I went to Kamloops, B.C. to get on the train. I went from Kamloops to Vancouver later, so I crossed, total across Canada. But going from Kamloops east through... uh, jasper and all that you know scenery is world class scenery there's no doubt about it you get to Edmonton and you're you're kind of getting into the uh, parkland of the prairies and <clears throat> you know rich farmland blah 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 going on and on and on and that goes all the way on to into Saskatchewan You get into Saskatchewan, everything levels out a bit, and things are pretty flat. And nothing but big farm fields and prairies and goes on and on. Getting get into Manitoba, you're in farmland and whatever there, parkland, and then parkland turns into more, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, but you end up with more... uh, spruce tree, bush, lodgepole, pine, and rivers and lakes. And then when you get into northern Ontario, nothing but rocks, water, and swamps and trees. And that goes on forever. (laughs) And, you know, going on the train through there, I remember it got into night, you know, it was midnight or 2 o'clock in the morning or something. I was sitting up in the car up above and looking out up above the train. I could see the engine way ahead there. And all I could see is this circle of light going through this green tunnel. And that never changed. Because that's nothing but green tunnel. Mm, mm, on and on and on. Get into, closer into Ontario or into Toronto area. Well, it's more agricultural stuff there, I have to admit, it's quite a, you know, quite a bit. And there's, you know, sprinkled all through there, agricultural, but, you know, nothing like Saskatchewan or Alberta. But, and sort of, uh, sort of half parkland, too, in a way. And then in, in, all the way into Nova uh, New Brunswick, through there, a lot of bush and whatever there, then into Nova Scotia and Nova Scotia was well you know bushy country but not, nothing spectacular really. Get to the coast that was quite good so out of the whole, I don't know what it is close to 4000 miles I guess now across the whole country and I go back to BC there's nobody has the, the the scenery and the uh, beautiful country. Uh, you know, uh, it's, uh, timber, 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 rocks, rivers, valleys, and of course all the coast, Pacific Coast. So you know, it, it's it's quite a country, and and uh, a big country. We're a big country. When uh, when you think about places in the world, I've been to New York. It's a busy, busy place. Lots and lots of people. <laughs> Sidewalks are 20 feet wide. Sometimes just full of people coming one way. Not always, though. But skyscrapers, 113 stories high. I went to see Donald Trump's uh, towers. And I just about, you know, uh, to see that, you had to just about lay back on the street to look straight up. It was that high. Big, big towers. Huge, huge, huge. (laughs) Yeah, I was pretty impressed. I went into the Trump Tower. I don't know which one it is. There's two downtown. And I looked up, and here's all these escalators going up. And they go up as far as you can see. They keep going up and up and up. Over here on the left is elevators going all the way up. But you can come down in escalators if you want, all the way down. And you could look down, it's open, open area all the way down the center of it. But it's a big building. It wasn't, you know, like a a friendly kind of building to me. It was too modernistic or whatever, I I don't know. But anyway, when when I go across here and look at that, and I think about uh, countries and stuff like that. How can a little country like Israel have so much influence on the, the world? You got to stop and think about that. The, if the United Nations, they have passed resolutions hundreds of times against Israel, But it's been blocked by the U.S. Mostly by the U.S. And like the whole world (laughs) is against this little sliver of land up there. You know? We'll just take a a corner of... uh, British Columbia or Alberta, just a, you know, a sliced corner of it. But anyway... Those kind of things people should really think about because, you know, uh, the, the thing is we are getting into a situation. We are getting into a situation regardless of what anybody thinks. And it's got nothing to do with global warming. It's because it's in the plan. God's plan to wind this... Planet down, so all it's all rolled in advance. You can go to Revelation, and I forget what verses it is in there. It'll tell you, it lays it right out exactly how it's going to happen. There's no no big secret about it, and it's going to be terrible. I mean, about a third of the planet's people are going to die. And I think the white race is going to be hit very hard. And uh, God says that uh, Jacob, uh, what, was it? what is it? Jacob will be taken through it or out of it or something. It won't be a total end or anything. But that I wish you know, like I'm sure, as sure as I'm sitting here that if you're uh, 25 to 30 years old right now, the government, the United Nations, the federal government, all this stuff's going to get together and say, we've got to save the planet. Yep, yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. Because they will not accept the idea that God is winding this place down and has given us a plan and, and laid it out exactly what's going to happen. They won't accept that. Now, here's the thing. Whose whose power is going to be greater? Politicians? The United Nations? Federal government? Save save the planet? People? I don't know how long that'll last when it starts to hurt. But anyway, it's going to get to the point where they're going to say the global warming is getting worse and and that's most likely what's going to happen. It's not going to be from driving cars, they can blame it on that, or cows, or grass stoves, no, no, no. And they will reject the idea that God is, can and will run, run this planet down in His plan. And in the meantime, they're going to say, we're going to save the planet even if it kills you, and that's what's going to happen. It's going to be made so miserable. The shelves will be dry in stores. You won't, uh, there's no oil and gas. You can't run anything. If it's it's electric, most likely it's going to be rationed so bad that you can hardly use that. I feel I feel pretty fortunate being 90 years old, or just about for for five months. But anyway, the uh, the thing now we the world shouldn't go through something like this without a nice or a great light at the end of the tunnel of a great promise. There is a great promise, far greater than people can imagine. And the sad part about it is most people don't want to even talk about it. Most people don't believe it. Now, can you imagine a human being or a government or anybody coming up with a plan to do what he did where he says says to uh, the, the person that's going to become his it was his son always existed. But now he's going to be called his son, and it says to him, "You're going to have to die, and be tortured as the lamb that I that has to be sacrificed, so that I, uh, God Almighty, who cannot favor or what it has to be a total just judge, has to have the, the, a penalty." For anyone who breaks his holy law, and he knew that his creation, us, would not be able to keep his laws, but he wanted us to have free will and work our way through it. So, he made an out, and an out, for us, nobody else, that we could, we could come up, come to him and say. I believe that you did this. You sent your son to the planet Earth to die for our sins. The sins we did against your law. And the breaking of the law is the sin. That's it. And if he says, and if you believe that, and as God, I will know exactly if you do or do not. It will not rely on you... Being a good guy or a good woman. That's okay. But it's not going to rely on that. It's not going to rely on you belonging into a church or going to church. No. How much money you get. How good you are. How much good you did in the community. No. Can you imagine somebody coming up with a, a plan like that where that was the criteria? And it's not an easy one for most people to do. They don't want to. How do you like that? (sighs) But the the idea that they're missing the point. I mean, how many preachers has there been trying to preach? And a lot of them miss the whole point. A lot of them, honest, they just miss it. They don't. Preach the good news that Christ brought to this world. He called it the gospel. Good news. There's no better news that can be given to a created bunch of beings that if you believe that I'm here to save you, God will keep you and give you eternal life. If you don't, he'll let you condemn yourself. And then you mean that's it? You're gone forever. I I don't know. I cannot speak as to what happens Uh, right now. Hell, I know hell is for Satan and his angels. It's not for you and I at this time that I know of. But it's there for people who who are incorrigible, absolutely hate God, or do this, or do that. I'm pretty sure that that could be the penalty. So it's serious. It really is serious. What about your children? What about your brother, sister, or whatever? you got to remember, you don't exist in this world except you had a mother, father, grandfather, etc., etc., etc. all the way back. And it had to go all the way back to get here. It couldn't be a broken line or you wouldn't be here. You'd have been in the 4th century that ended there or something. You made it this far. I don't know how many generations that is, but it's in the thousands. I'm sure because, well, it was kind of different. There's only 14 generations between uh, blah, 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 blah. Huh? What? 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 Jesus being born, and I forget what else happened. It goes back fourteen generations, and then Jesus was born, and then fourteen generations after Jesus was another segment of time. So uh, I'd like to I'd like to push the idea that. People should get a lot more serious about this, and never mind. I mean, never mind thinking that being a lot, belonging to a church is the big thing that's going to save you. It's not going to save you. No, belonging to churches don't play, do anything. They help in people getting to the point where they they uh, accept what God has said and believe it. But it's you know it's you doing the thing that God asks you to do. It will count. The uh, yeah the other before I forget, if you'd like to uh, subscribe, it would help me a lot. And another thing is, uh, if you want, you could run this thing at one point two speed. And uh, sometimes it's be better because sometimes I. I talk too slow. But anyway, the thing is, I'm going to harp on this quite a bit. I'm not going off this. I mean, I'll wander go on to other things like that, but it'll always come back to the fact that the, this world and these people in this world and all of us in this world were created for a purpose. Everyone, not here for no reason, were created for a purpose to be a Citizen of God's kingdom forever. That's your purpose. Now, you have to qualify. You have to qualify. It's free. It's been all paid for. And the only qualification is you ask God for forgiveness and say, I believe that you sent Jesus Christ to this world. And you believe in Jesus. Because I tell you, if you're ashamed of Jesus, that's the biggest problem you'll ever have then he'll be ashamed of you. He plainly said that. He'll take a lot of a lot of uh, abuse and stuff like that. But he said, if, if you don't love me or want anything to do with me or uh, are ashamed of me, and you'd be surprised how many people there are that the name Jesus Christ just sticks in their throat. And that's uh, just a natural, It's sort of a carnal, natural thing. And you've got to get over that and realize that that is not a good thing, and that you have to train yourself and make sure that you know what you're doing when you talk to God because, first of all, you have got to talk to him in the name of Jesus, that you come through Jesus' auspices. Or he won't talk to you. He puts that barrier up right there. No. You talk, you come, you acknowledge Jesus. And he's the one who has laid his life down for you. Sacrificed for you. Then you can talk to me. Otherwise, I don't, I won't talk to you. <coughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's a pretty big story. And it's a pretty big plan. And we are part of that plan. I'm telling you, we are part of a big, big plan. And it's unfolding to us every day. Every day. And it keeps moving, changing every day. So as we move along through this world and through the time, we, we face a, a future that is not uncertain because God has spelled out exactly what it's going to be if you want to read it and you will find out there's no no, nothing hidden and a plan for you personally you don't have to I mean I know lots of people they look at this way that way to see if they prove what they're doing and, and I do so, you know so worried about what other people think and it's pathetic. No. One has to be much more concerned about what God thinks about you and what Jesus thinks about you. You know, that is really important. (laughs) Anyway, I'm pleased to have had this little chat with you and I want you to I hope that God will bless you and Don't be afraid to ask for forgiveness for sins, because God will do it. And that's a good way to get rid of all the things that we do wrong. I mean, we do wrong every day. I know it. That's how we're built, I guess. So, until then, this is old AJ saying goodbye for tonight.